0: Welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about keeping it moving. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So this week has been a really busy, hectic week for me. Uh, my brother has been away on holiday, so I've been looking after his dogs, which has been great fun. But it means doing two walks in the morning and two walks of the in the evening instead of having just my dog. I've had his two dogs with so a total of three dogs: two German shepherds and a uh, golden retriever. So they're all fairly big dogs. Uh, you know, if they all, if I was walking them all at the same time and they all pulled in the same direction at once that'd be game over. Uh, no good for anybody. Uh, not too bad if they're all pulling in different directions because they kind of cancel each other out. But the second they uh, had a United front and went off in one direction, I'd be going with them no matter whether I wanted to or not. So I've been doing two walks in the morning and two walks in the evening to make sure that they get out. That's been great. I've been getting out a little bit more, spending a little bit longer, out time, a little bit longer time outside every day, which has been good. Getting some more steps outside. Um, didn't quite do as much running this week because because I was doing, uh, spending a lot of time doing the walks instead, uh, which was fine. It's good to get outside, get those steps in, uh, just spend some time on my feet in the outdoors, which is really nice. So starting to build up my mileage, whether that's running or walking, I think that's been good to slowly increase it. Um, so next week uh, I'm looking at uh, increasing my mileage on the actual running front so obviously I'll be back just to one walk in the morning and evenings and get um, a few more miles in running next week as well which will be fantastic Um, I'm hoping to get an appointment with my physio um, this week as well Um, I'm hoping to spend some time looking at some routines and putting something together, putting a plan together to get me to my races later on in the year but for me I need to put a a solid routine for things like stretching and warming up, um, because I kind of do that on the fly at the moment. I'm not very consistent with it. Um, I'm probably not doing that the best I can. um, So I definitely need to work on that. But what I need to do, and I know myself, you know, I've been online and had a look at some routines and, you know, you can find some routines for 15 minutes, half an hour or whatever, and they can be quite complex. You know, if it's complex and it takes longer than five or 10 minutes, it's unlikely that I'm going to do it because I need to fit a lot into my day and I don't have time... do that so I'm going to look at actually uh, talking to my physio and look and say look if I had to boil it down to five minutes what are the core stretches that I could do after um after a long run to prevent further injuries or to prevent any injuries, hopefully. Um, If I had 10 minutes, what would you then increase that five minutes to? Would you do more of the same or would you add in a couple of extra exercises and just getting kind of the biggest bang for my buck in terms of that time that I'm using? So making sure that I'm doing the adequate Exercises and making sure that I'm putting together a little routine that I can do consistently to get that benefit. Because if I can't do it consistently, I really struggle with doing it. You know, um, I very rarely warm up or warm down after I've run, which is really bad. So I just need to put something together that's going to work for me. So hopefully, um, they can help me with that this week. So hopefully, you've all had a cracking week. Uh, hopefully, you all had, um, you're all looking forward to the weekend coming up. Um, This week's topic, I wanted to talk about keeping moving. Um, The topic for this week's podcast, it actually came from a song I I was listening to. I've actually heard this song quite a few times. It's one of my my favourite artists at the moment. Um, Most people who know me know I've got an eclectic taste of music people who are just getting to know me, they're usually surprised when I tell them um, what kind of music I like. I, you know, I'm really into rap, hip-hop and uh, grime music. Uh, people aren't usually expecting that. Uh, but like I say, I do have an eclectic taste in music. There's not much that I won't listen to. I'm probably the only person on the planet that's been to both a 50 Cent concert and also an Andre Rue concert. Who's a vi- He's a violinist and composer. He's a very famous art- a violinist and composer. Um, you know, I've been to both their concerts. I've been to a lot of other concerts. But, but today's podcast i was listening to um an album of like uh, like i say my favorite artist at the moment Well, he's been my favorite artist for a little while he's kind of he's called bugsy malone uh, you may have heard of him if you're into kind of uk grime music um, he's from manchester and he, uh, this this song is actually from his album called facing time facing time um, it's, a, it's a great album if you're into that kind of music i, I recommend checking it out on spotify or apple music or or, or the old fashioned way Pop it to HMV or wherever and buy a CD uh, but I, I recommend listening to it so what I'm going to do is play the first 15 to 20 seconds of this song and then uh, we're going to just talk about it briefly so I'm just going to play that for you now it's called Moving by Bugsy Malone. There comes a point in life where you gotta learn to keep it moving and what I mean by that is you can't look out a problem. you gotta look through a problem. Stop, 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 you're dying, right? I and mean, you understand nothing, nothing. then you can start to live. Folks, I'm alone. You know? So that's the beginning of the song Moving by Bugsy Malone. Like I say, if you're you're into that kind of music, go and check it out. I thoroughly recommend him as an artist. He's really good. Um, He's he's actually done um, quite a few um, radio projects. And um, I've heard him a number of times on Radio 1's um, Fire in the Booth with Charlie Sloth um and um you know he's he's highly regarded as one of the best fire in the booth they've ever done so um it's it's worth having a listen to some of his music what i like about the intro to the song is he's he's talking about a number of things you know um he's talking about keeping it moving which which i really like that concept of of keeping it moving i think um if you if you take that into a business context or or uh, your, your personal life context i think that means you know for me it means if if you stop and you start standing still or if you stop you are standing still and you're not making any progress and if you're not making any progress well then you're dying uh, which i think is a you know a really nice image to to have around that kind of topic with of those few lines there the other thing that i really like about that is is talking about you can't look at a problem you've got to look through a problem and i think some of us get caught up sometimes you know how many of us I know it certainly affects me sometimes, you know, how many of you listening get caught out by this, that you spend so much time focused on the problem itself that you just can't see a way through it. Sometimes you've got to look through the problem, look past the problem to actually get get past the problem. And that's probably easier said than done. But sometimes if you kind of imagine that the problem wasn't there and everything was working fine, can you start working in that way now to kind of overrun Um, To avoid the problem and get going. Is there something that's that's acting as a blocker right now that you can go around or go through that blocker? You know, is that it's he's talking about going through a problem, and sometimes, uh, and again, this is something I've done in the past. You know, you can kind of become overwhelmed and just really avoid doing something because you view it as a problem or an issue. View it as a a delay, uh, an inconvenience. Um, So so you kind of procrastinate and don't do what you're supposed to be doing. Now, sometimes you just got to get to it and get through it. Because while you're stopped, while you're procrastinating, while you're worrying about it, you you really are not making any progress. You're just standing still. And in fact, if you're standing still, you're going backwards because there are other people doing the same thing as you, and they're going through that problem. So you've really got to kind of focus and push through that barrier and and like I say, sometimes that focus means stop worrying about the problem, stop thinking about the negative aspect of that issue and look through it. What's the positive on the other side of that? What if, if you solve this problem, what's it gonna allow? And when when you've worked out what it's going to allow, can you work in that way? Can you get started with that methodology? You know, if, uh, let's think of an example. Maybe a blocker for you. If we look in the, uh, if we think about property, if you talk, if you've got a property business, for example, one of the blockers that you might have is that you cannot view enough properties. So. Or you can't research enough properties. Let's say that. Let's say you've not got the time to look at more properties than you're already looking at in terms of doing the research, getting the background on a property, doing the valuation, and that kind of stuff. Now, you're you're if you're so focused on that problem, you're you kind of maybe you're getting demotivated because you know you need to do more but you can't because you've not got the time you're already managing properties or maybe you've got a full-time job and you're trying to do the properties on the side um, so you've not got more time to put into it so you get demotivated and you kind of stop looking altogether. Maybe that's a real bad place. You know that in in terms of the language that Bugsy Malone was using in his song, that's where you're dying. Your dreams are dying. Um, You're not making progress with that. You're going backwards. So you really want to avoid that. But if you focus on the problem and you keep worrying about, oh, I can't do this because I've not got the time. I've not got the time to do that. I've not got the time to do that. And, And you just spend the time worrying and trying to, Uh, trying to rearrange your diary to do stuff, you know, it's okay doing that once or twice to try and fit something in. But sometimes you've just got to admit, right, I've got a problem here. What's the problem? The problem is I can't do... And Spend enough time doing this. Right. So what's the outcome I'm trying to achieve? I'm trying to view more properties. And the reason I'm trying to view more properties and get the background research on those properties is so that I can bid on more properties so that I can have more properties in my portfolio so I can help more tenants and get them into nicer homes and so that I can uh, make some money from that as well so you kind of got your why's there. You know why you're trying to get through the problem. You know what it's going to allow. So if you start thinking about, right, so I'm trying, to, what my end game is, is to have more property so I can put more tenants into decent properties and really good high quality properties. That's my aim. Actually, the research is kind of, I, I don't, it's a byproduct. I don't I'm not aiming to do the research. I'm not doing properties. I'm not, I've am not. i not got a property business to do research. I've got a property business to get people into good quality, affordable housing, not to do the research. The research is not the core component. So what can I do to speak that part of the process up? In fact, if I think about it, I don't need to be doing the research at all. So let's outsource the research because then I can Complete, in fact, I can free up some time to do other stuff because I'm already doing a little bit of research. But what my problem was, I was stressing because I can't do more. So let me think, let me outsource it. Now, who can you outsource that to? There's a whole host of options for outsourcing it. Maybe you work with a couple of other property entrepreneurs. Maybe you're part of the progressive property community. Maybe you can um, come up with a, a JV, a joint venture with somebody. Maybe you can do um. Maybe that you can manage some of their properties if you've already, say, you're doing um, serviced accommodation. Maybe your serviced accommodation um, is is going really well. You've got all the processes set up, you've got all the cleaning rotors and everything all squared away. So maybe you can manage other people's serviced accommodation whilst they do your research for you. Now, what a great partnership would that be? you're kind of enabling each other and then growing together um so kind of forming a bit of a partnership there and I think that's really good so they're doing something they're great at if they're great at research and you're doing something that you're great at if you're good at service accommodation piece so you're helping each other to grow and expand and develop I think that's a really positive way forward you know kind of that mutual uh, beneficiary um, uh, scenario So that's one way of doing it. Another way is to outsource it completely so you can go online. There's a whole host of um, outsourcing uh, kind of websites out there, you know, uh, People Per Hour, Fiverr. um, There's there's a couple of others out there as well that that you can contract for research and other small tasks. So um, you can kind of just completely outsource it that way Um, and and for a relatively low price as well. Maybe uh, you you can um, employ somebody in your local area. You can get an apprentice from a local school. Um, You know, you can go into a school and say, look, especially if you're successful at something, uh, look, I really want to help somebody grow and develop into this skill set, you know, whether that's property or something else. Uh, Does one of the students here want an opportunity to come and work with me? Um, and you can teach them things. They can do the core research element or some of the admin or whatever it is you're trying to get rid of, the problem that you're trying to avoid. Um, And can can you also spend some time then imparting some other knowledge so that they get some benefit as well? Uh, That's a real key thing to remember. You can't just outsource the crap bits or the difficult or time-consuming bits. It's got to be something that they're going to find useful for as well. And if that's not what they're going to find useful, you've got to be able to give them something. So in terms of a property entrepreneur business, can you take them out on site visits with them, show, to, to show them how to evaluate a property? Can you take them out when you're engaging with the tenants um, so they can experience that? Um, uh, you know, And this just, just doesn't just apply to a property business. It can apply to any kind of business. So what problems have you got that you're kind of struggling to get past? And can you keep it moving? Let's get it it going. Let's go through that problem. Let's not just stop and focus on the problem and let everything grind to a halt because we truly are dying. And, you know, it's the same in terms of your health and fitness. It's a great metaphor that can be translated to relationships, etc. If you're not developing an aspect of your life, um, you know you're you're really going to go stagnant quite quickly in whatever area of your life it is. You know, it's it's a myth that there's a hundred percent that you can get to the top of whatever game it is. You know, maybe. Uh, like we've been talking about, maybe you've got a property business and maybe you're um, the biggest SA operator in the UK, for example. Well, if you stop and and you kind of say, right, that's it for me. I don't want to do any more. I'm happy managing what I've got somebody will be coming up somebody will be close on your heels already and they will be looking to overtake you and claim that number one spot so it's kind of a fallacy that once you get to number one you that you, you can stop and give up and just rest well you, you you just you can't do that once you get to number one you if anything, you've got to fight even harder to stay there. And I think that's a real key thing that people forget. People think, well, once I make it, I can kind of sit back and relax. Well, if you want to stay number one, and you know, we've talked about this a number of times on the podcast is, is once you've got it is keeping it, you know, it's quite easy to get somewhere Whether that's um, starting a company, whether it's getting fit, you know, the difficult bit is actually keeping it, keeping that habit going, keeping it consistent, making sure that you, you're taking action daily to improve whatever is you know take something simple so as I've talked about the last couple of weeks on the podcast I'm doing a language learning challenge you know over the uh, 90 days or so now say I, I complete my challenge and I can have a 15 minute conversation in Spanish at the end of that 90 days now if I leave it for 30 days and I don't speak anything or don't practice my Spanish in the next 30 days after that challenge what do you think the likelihood is that my Spanish has improved Absolutely nil, it's not going to have proved at all. So, what aspects of your life have you kind of left and you've stopped developing and you and you're kind of stood still in that aspect of your life? And, like I said, this is a great metaphor for all areas of your life, whether that's business, health, wealth relationships, family, whatever it is, um, anything, that you, that any aspect of your life, you really need to keep developing um, and keep moving forward and keep getting that going. So uh, hopefully that's been a useful episode today. Uh, like I said, it was just a thoughtful, um, you know, I've heard that song a whole host of times, 20 or 30 times probably over the last year or so. I've really liked Bugsy Malone. But I was just thinking about it at the weekend, I heard, I heard it again, I was listening to his album Facing Time, so again check that out if you're interested um, in, in, in grime or hip-hop music, uh, have a listen. Uh, but it just made me think and kind of think about it in a way that I hadn't thought about it before, you know, it's funny how you can listen to things over and over again and get different meanings from them, but and, and to, but previously it had kind of just been words in a song, I really like the song, I really like the music, but I hadn't really clicked with it but for some reason this time it resonated with me and i thought actually those lyrics are really great that they're worth having a conversation on the podcast about because hopefully uh, hopefully we can all take something away from them so so thank you very much for listening and we shall talk to you next week as per usual so hopefully in the next week or so you can keep it moving thank you very much